coming from the front porch today. I am not in a rocking chair because I ain't ready to go there yet, folks. I'm a young grandpa. I like working physical work. And I had an interesting call today. One of my peer supports, one of the people I do some mental health work with, is not feeling well today. So I just got a big hole in my schedule. So it's going to give me a little more time to hang out with you folks today. I want to talk about a couple of things going to get into the Glenn Maxwell case a little bit. Uh, you know, a lot happening there with her court case right now. I also want to talk about the word prosperity. What a cool word prosperity is. We all, you want to prosper, I want to prosper. Uh, you know, we want to be prosperous. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about being prosperous. You know, and then uh, talk a little bit about uh, codependency. And uh, there's some groups that can help you with that. If you, you know, people can be, I believe that people can be drugs for other people too. Uh, You know, the extreme is when somebody is stalking another person. uh, That would be a real um, example of that if you find yourself in that position. Wow, get some get some help for sure. That would really be. Um, but I want to talk about last evening before I jump into anything. And um, last night I got to hang out with one of my comedy friends. I haven't seen him since the coronavirus went down. Uh, obviously, there's not uh, comedy going on, especially in our state here in Wisconsin. People really don't want to come indoors and and that. But I got to pick him up we masked up and we got to go to the club where we perform at and they're they're open where they can have 25 percent capacity kept our masks on inside we ordered some food and we took it outside and then when we ate we ate at separate tables and we social distanced but it was really good to see a friend and connect and it's really sad because uh, our love for comedy and uh, making laughter is on hold. So that's that's a bummer for sure. So, um, you know, how can we be prosperous? And, and I'm talking about the real type of pros- prosper- pros- prosperity. I can say it. And that's going to, you know, help another individual, um, you know, live in your life. Uh, not in a selfish way. Um, you know, for those of you in recovery that tune in, I know I have a big audience that's in recovery. Um, I'm in recovery too. And what I always say is you take the drink, the pill, uh, the person you're addicted to, um, the food, the, you know, the thing that's owning you, you take that out of your hand and a million other things can jump into your hand, writing, artwork, um, you know, finding a new hobby, new passion, maybe learning music, um, finding new friends, um, you know, not waking up with a hangover, <laughs> being productive. Um, so, so a lot can, uh, you know, uh, help you become prosperous um, just, just by not doing negative things, like just, you're going to become more prosperous if you are not waking up with a hangover, if you are not 
uh, a young gentleman um, that I know recently, you know, went out for an evening and ended up crashing his car into four or five parked cars. So, you know, by God's grace, he didn't hurt anybody. He did lose his vehicle. But that was really a costly evening, you know. So if we're just avoiding the negative, uh, you're going to do okay. You're going to have less drama and thus, you know, be more prosperous for sure. Um, So let's get into Ghislaine Maxwell case a little bit. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's case, some of the uh, stuff has, uh, you know, been unsealed some of the, uh, uh, how the prosecutors gathered some evidence. They talked to a butler, uh, that's been disclosed now. The butler said, you know, that he actually handled some money at times and was constantly letting, um, masseuses into, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's house. Um, Ghislaine, uh, it's been revealed that there, she had, a hobby. I know when they get into court, this isn't the way uh, the defense is going to present this, but the prosecutors are presenting that she would take uh, many photographs of these young women. And uh, again, we need to remember that some of these people were like 14, 15 years old, and they're not women. They're they're young girls at that point. And uh, she was taking... Um, topless photos of them and I'm sure when they get into uh, the courtroom the uh, defense attorneys are going to say no I promise you um, that it's going to come down that she was under control from Jeffrey Epstein and she was abused in the past and could well very well be uh, but I'm sure that's going to be the defense that this was all for Jeffrey and under uh, Jeffrey's thumb and he needed her to do these things and she was helpless. However, when you talk to um, the victims and I have not personally talked to him, but I what's interesting is 60 Minutes has an Australia um, you know weekly television magazine like we do here in the states. And they've covered this case. And if you go to YouTube, you can find some of the stories they put together. And some of them they hit from a little different angle because uh, Virginia Jufries used to be a U.S. citizen. She's the person in the photograph with um, Prince Andrew. And uh, the one that he claims that um, he had a peculiar... uh, Disorder where he could not sweat, and because she said, "Oh, he was sweating all over me." And on his infamous interview with the BBC, he says, "Well, I've had this peculiar thing, and that I cannot sweat, and um, it was laughable at best." And um, this photograph that at the time they were trying to claim that it was photoshopped and uh, the expert stepped in and said no it's not photoshopped so then he has this loss of memory can't remember uh, anything and you're not going to see him testify at no trial there's no way Um, unfortunately 
I do see that some people are untouchable uh, because uh, it would just fracture the human conscious. Like we, we have people that are in positions of power and if you're going to grab those positions of power, you should be a great representative, a uh, good shining moral example of what people should aspire to and not be a criminal and a crook. And um, there, you know, and, and, and at any level, if you're not a criminal and a crook, you're, you're going to have just a more gorgeous peaceful, wonderful, exciting life and, you know, not be living in uh, misery. And uh, so uh, some other stuff with Ghislaine Maxwell and her case. Um, Right now they're trying to publish, they want to publish the victims' names. Why Why does the defense want to publish victims' names? I'll tell you why. Because they want to exploit them. They want to injure them more. They want to damage them more. They want to say, um, Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein's sickness, their illness, was because of these young... They're going to try to flip the script and pin it on these young girls that have been so traumatized already. They also are trying to keep... um, you know, the future lawsuits, somebody's in control of that money from the Epstein empire. And the people that are surrounded, uh, that are sitting on top of that money right now. This was interesting. This was something that I, I came across through some philosophy stuff one time. This one philosopher noticed that if um, birds are starving and there's a little bit of food on the ground, they will... Um, share it with others but if they come across a big like roadkill some type of animal um, what happens is the bird becomes selfish and they'll sit on it so there's somebody sitting on Jeffrey Epstein's uh, nest his money and they don't they're not going to want to share it and so they're they're getting ready to discount these people they're they're getting ready for the future lawsuits and um so it's interesting um waiting for more stuff to be disclosed on this uh, uh Ghislaine Maxwell case and when it does I'll definitely try to update you folks on it right now so I want to talk about codependency a little bit like I believe people can be drugs and um so, like, if you are putting all your interest in somebody else's happiness, that's not a healthy place to be. Um, there are groups for this. One is called SLA, Suck, <laughs> Sex, Sex, and Love Addicts. Um, and that's a group where people get too wrapped up in other people. Also, Al-Anon for Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, you know, a, a lot of enabling goes on with alcoholics and their non-alcoholic partner. Um, the al- non-alcoholic partner wants the other partner to be happy even though they're watching their loved one disintegrate in before their eyes and slowly 
on the suicide plan just drink themselves to death. And so I want to uh, touch on a very interesting thing. I found it interesting is um, in my social work, I got together with a person I haven't been able to see because of schizophrenia and uh, the black, he is African-American and the Black Lives Matter movement uh, was scaring him, you know, all the violence, all the looting. And so he really didn't want to come out of his house. And then it led to a relapse on alcohol and drugs. Uh, But something I've been able to do with him in the past, and it was really interesting, this, this goes into codependency too. He feels... Uh, you know, he felt, he felt that people would just come around him when he had things uh, like money and uh, drugs. And um, what he learned through the horses is a few times they took him out to this therapy and he would bring some carrots and feed the horses. And once those carrots came out, man... (laughs) Everybody was his friend. So a couple of times, the therapist out there wouldn't let him take the carrots out there. And what he learned was there were still these horses uh, that would come around for some love and affection and they weren't looking for anything. And so, um, you know, if you're, you know, one of these people that is showering gifts on people and that's the only time they come around you might want to check them at the door and see what their motives are. And we know, we know so uh, well in mental health that if you hang out with healthy, positive people, and if you're trying to get on the right path, you might have to, you know, a, a strong word in recovery and codependency, codependency is boundaries. Like, if you want that person to sober up, if you've ever seen the show Intervention on one of the networks on cable, um, you know, to get the family member friend to sober up, you usually have to put in some heavy boundaries with um, those people. In other words, I'm not going to enable you to live in my house till you become sober. Um, I'm not going to borrow you money anymore till you become sober. Um, you know, in recovery, a lot of times too, you might have to stay away from certain neighborhoods and certain things. Or, or if you're not in recovery, you may, uh, and you're trying to accomplish a goal of saving money, and and uh, you know, you may have to put up boundaries that I'm not going into that expensive store. Um, I'm going to make a list, and I'm only going to buy what I need. And I'm I'm going to come out, and I'm not going to buy anything else that's not on this list. Uh, maybe you need a friend to go to the store with you and keep you accountable and help you at first till you can become strong yourself. So I uh, just wanted to come on here today. Um, I had to delete uh, a recent episode and I did a little bit on Feng Shui and uh, clearing away the clutter um, in your life. And I'm going to get into a little bit more of that because I did have to delete that podcast. I think that's a good one for people. Uh, If you want to learn a little bit about Feng Shui, look for that. Any new um, 
stuff on the Ghislaine Maxwell, anything new on the Stephen Avery, Brendan Dassey case. I did just put out a podcast on Brendan yesterday, I believe, on um, long-term incarceration and what that can do to somebody. And so, um, you know, let's all be prosperous today. Let's go help other people become prosperous. If we could do this in our country, uh, like I said, we need a third party. We need we need somebody to say, uh, you know, Dems uh, go in your corner and Republicans go in your corner. <laughs> and uh, we got this new game over here that's going to be the way to the future. And we're going to have a loving, wonderful country and uh, we're going to be the uh, beacon of the world again, the free world. So many countries depend on us. They look to us and, uh, you know, giving aid where aid is due and that. That's what we've been known for. Let's get back to, you know, being a shining example to the world. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. Um, I'm going to see the grandkids over the weekend. Uh, we're going to take some blue moon ice cream to some of our older granddaughters um you know very soon i think we're doing that this evening so i have a wonderful day planned out i uh, hope you do too and you know have a happy travels today and uh, may you prosper us if you don't have anything to give to anybody you can give them a smile have a great one